to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great Monday, if you're listening on Monday or just whatever day of the week. So stoked for today's episode because it is a chat with my good friend who is also a social media content creator, Kenzie Elizabeth. I'm sure you guys know who Kenzie is. If you watch my content, you probably know of her too, but she is just so great. She is in her 20s. She lives in Dallas too and makes a lot of lifestyle content on health, fitness, routines. She's a big reader and she's just such a fun person to talk to. I love Kenzie's personality. She is bubbly. She is so extroverted and she's just always on the go. And so I wanted to have her on just to talk through all these different things that I just mentioned. We talked about routines in this. We talked about dating in your 20s, which is something that I don't really have a lot to talk about since I'm married now, but she talked a lot about what she's been reading and then also just growing up as a content creator. And if you guys are also wanting to get into content creation, becoming an influencer, whatever that may be, we talked a lot about growing our platforms and kind of struggles that we've had online. And I think it's just a very raw and real episode that gives you kind of an insight on our friendship because Kenzie's just such a sweet person. I remember I reached out to Kenzie a year ago because I was really struggling with anxiety at this period of my life and we met up and she's just such an encourager and just such a sweet friend so I'm so excited to share this episode with you guys. I'm trying to record these guest episodes in an actual studio so you'll notice that the sound quality is the same when I'm doing this intro but when we get into the episode sound quality is much better so I hope you guys appreciate that. I know my sound quality with guests is not always 10 out of 10 So when I can get them to go into a studio, it's really nice because it sounds very crisp and very clean. We also have some more fun guests coming through the next couple of episodes because I know I had gone a while just doing solo episodes, but it's nice to actually bring people on and talk through a lot of things with other people as opposed to just me. This week has been so great. It's the week leading up to Halloween. So Halloween's already passed by the time you're listening to this and it's already going to be November, which is insane. I actually cannot believe it. I feel like I just got married, but it's been almost a year and a half at this point, and it has just been so fun. We're going to Austin this weekend to see some friends, and we don't normally dress up for Halloween. I'm not like a big Halloween person. I'm not really into scary things. I don't like haunted houses. It's just not me. I don't really mess with that kind of stuff. But I think it's fun to dress up. It's a good excuse to hang out with friends. And so this year, Aiden, me, and Cash are actually dressing up. So if you want to see what we went as, feel free to check out my Instagram. Cash's costume is so cute. I don't think he's going to keep it on for very long. But I showed it in a vlog too. And I also vlogged this weekend. So you guys can watch that if you guys are interested. I think that'll be up on Tuesday. For the next few weekends, we have a lot going on. So it's just always nice to be able to look forward to things. And I can't believe it's going to be November rolling into Thanksgiving and then rolling into Christmas. Sometimes I get a bit stressed that period. I don't know if you guys are like this too. The period of going from Thanksgiving to Christmas. It happens so fast and I never want to skip over Thanksgiving, but also as a content creator, you want to be creating holiday content for people and I also know that we have a lot of trips in December and it's just going to be kind of crazy. So sometimes holidays can be really fun, but they can also be stressful. So I'm trying to focus on just, you know, enjoying every moment. We're going to carve pumpkins tonight. I'm recording this on Wednesday and just doing all those small things and remembering to cherish the seasons without skipping into the next one yet. But I can feel the stress coming on, which the holidays are not supposed to be stressful, but I can feel it coming on. And I really don't have any lows. I mean, I'm working from home by myself today, and I think sometimes it's easy to get stuck in my head when I'm just working from home. I'm not seeing a lot of people, but I just went for a nice walk. It's been 
so nice the weather here in Texas and so I really don't have a lot to share as far as lows go but I'm sure in the coming weeks we'll hit some lows at one point but I just hope you guys are doing well and I really hope you guys enjoy today's episode with Kenzie. Kenzie is here guys. I wanted to start by asking you to recap your Austin weekend. You just got back. How was it? It was so good. Um, I'm sorry for my voice, guys. It could be so much worse in my defense. I will full-on lose my voice. I've lost my voice fully like four times this year. I've never lost it before. From like concerts? Yeah, just from concerts. And like, I I don't know. I don't shut up, you know? So like, I think that's also a part of it. Like, I'll be like, I have no idea where my voice went. My friends are like, are you kidding? Yeah. Um, Yeah, anyways, Austin was so good. We went to... The Formula One race. We Which went so many people went to. I didn't know that was a whole thing. I had no idea what it was. I will out myself. I had no idea what Formula One was until a few months ago. One of my best friends is obsessed with it. She watched like Netflix documentary. And now she wakes up at like 5 a.m. to watch the races and stuff. Oh my it's gosh. intense. But the night before that, we went to Jonas Brothers in Dallas. That yeah. looked like so much fun. You went with sports, not sports. Yeah, sports. Yeah. Okay. It was so fun. And then we like hung out with friends after. And then we stayed up way too late. We and your juicy early. Track oh, yeah. Too? Well, it was with Juicy, too. Like they oh, okay. sent that. My one of my like childhood like best friends mm-hmm. and I in fourth grade. So this is a, a really heartwarming story. And I'll keep it quick. In the fourth grade, her dad took us to the when the oh, like the new Cowboy Stadium opened. It was like the first or second event that they had there. We went to the Jonas Brothers concert, mm-hmm. and we would always like switch juicy cases. We we always wore juicy together, right? And so Aww. now we're twenty four, and juicy sent us to the Jonas Brothers concert. Thank you. Anyways, Austin was really fun. Um, thanks for asking. Sorry, my voice, everyone. I wanted to ask you what your thoughts were on Dallas versus Austin. Because there are a lot of people who are huge Dallas people. A lot of people who are huge Austin people. Could you ever see yourself living in Austin? So I totally get both sides. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm biased and I'm like Dallas or die. I w- I think Austin is one of the only places I would move. Mm-hmm. And I say that like Nashville, Austin. I have this fear that I think I'm going to have to move back to L.A. for something work-wise mm-hmm. or like who I end up with or whatever it might be. And the fact that Austin is really like kind of a new L.A., and everyone is moving there gives me peace of mind to know that if I need to move, it's only three hours away and it's in Austin, it's still in Texas. Um, but I love Dallas. Like, obviously, I mean, I have a all your friends, all of my and- friends. I love my life here and I love the city. I would say the main difference is the like there's more outdoor things to that's do. that's why we love it yeah because in dallas no you've got katie trail and that's it that's yeah it. and we go pretty much every day yeah. and that's it yeah and i go to katie trail and then suddenly i'm at katie trail ice house oh and yeah it's like, did I even work a giant out? margarita yeah. <laughs> i'm like this defeats the purpose yeah. yeah i also wanted to ask you if you're reading anything right now. oh my god of course i am um this is my favorite topic i actually love mm. when people ask i'm reading right now actually i'm in the middle of like two nonfiction books like okay. i i'll read two books at a time if they're nonfiction and I'm reading a fiction book. I just finished this series called um, The Friend Zone and the covers and the titles sound so YA and so not something that I would be into. But the author does a really good job of touching on really dark topics in a lighter way so you don't leave feeling depressed, but it's a very realistic book. I think the covers and the titles do not do it justice. And it's a series that... It goes like 
it's a different, it focuses on like a different couple, basically every book and they're somehow intertwined in the other books. And I'm not someone who normally likes that. I want to stick with the one couple and read seven books about them and figure it out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I just finished that. I'm reading The Love Hypothesis right now. What yeah. is that one about? Um, it's basically like people, I mean, I don't really know how to describe it. I'm not that, I'm only like maybe halfway through and I started reading it like when I was tired. So I'm kind of confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically... The, it's essentially kind of like scientists who fall in love to like make it shorter than that. Someone's gonna be like, that's not what it's about, but it kind of is. How do you find time to read? Because you're such a busy person. You're always doing stuff, especially you have such a great social life. Yeah. And my thing is, if my social life is going really great, there's no time for reading. Do you just read before bed, read in the morning? Yeah, I read mm-hmm. every night before bed and that's okay. what it is. And I am probably one of the most social people that I know like I yeah. am really always out with friends but like Monday through Wednesday I really try not to see anyone and at That's night right. like I'm actually this is will come as a shock to you I'm actually an introvert mm-hmm. I'm just really outgoing and I have like friends I like live in the city where like all my friends grew up yeah. so uh, yeah I just I have to have time by myself I don't watch tv at all though that's the thing mm-hmm. so I uh, Squid Games, don't even know what that's about. Like I just finished it. See, which I don't is know any so of not it. the kind of show for me. And I'm usually it, it is good. Okay. It is very dark and very gory, but the themes in it, and I've watched so many videos analyzing it. Uh-huh. It's really great. And they set it up to where there's definitely gonna be a second season. And I'm not usually someone who gets into things that everyone else is getting into. Like I kind of am cautious if everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Yes. But I thought it was really good. You are the I'm I'm forgetting the show. Um, the like Western show, like that's the kind of show. Yellowstone, yes, like, yeah. That's what I see you like, and it comes back in November. Yeah. And it just has really great character development too, and yeah, it's so. Cool. Isn't it Netflix's like most popular show ever? Squid Game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I think I heard know. that. It's, I don't know. It's it massive. It's one of those things that I just saw everyone talking about. It. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to yeah. Watch it. But Maybe even with our job, my thing is at night, I'm like, oh, I should just watch some TikToks to see what mm-hmm. everyone else is doing in case I need to get some yeah. ideas. By the but way, you are so good at TikTok. At TikTok. <laughs> you are so much better than I am. Like, I am like, oh my God, every TikTok, it's so good. Thank you. It's I so love nice. that. I love that you've joined. That's a, It really, I was so, again, everyone was jumping on it. So I just was worried like, oh, I don't think I want to do this because everyone else is doing it. But it's so fun. I think because we've done YouTube for so long that it's fun having something that's so fresh and new. Yes. And I'm so reserved about humor in my videos. But it's fun because you're it's actually so really easy. funny. It's easy to be funny on yeah. TikTok. And then I love the thing of it's, oh, you thought that that's something that just you were going through. And then you find that yes. everyone else is too. It's just so nice. It's the like, memes I love it. when it's talking about like, oh, so we all live the same childhood. Things yeah. like that. It is so funny. But you are so good at it. Thank you. I loved your one that you did recently about your, um, was your book club that you oh. did. <laughs> yeah, I literally <laughs> they think, think they're I'm coming 65. to a casual book club. <laughs> okay. I actually have some actual questions. I asked on my Instagram for questions for you specifically, but I wanted to start off mainly talking about social media because I think we're in this weird phase, not weird phase. I think it's a good thing that there are so many new people on YouTube, Instagram, social, whatever. But you and me, we've been on since we were, what, in middle school? I was 15, 16, yeah. yeah. And so I wanted to see and ask you when you started your channel and everything and just kind of get some background (laughs) for people who want to know. And then also, what has become your favorite platform over the years? Because if you guys don't know, Kenzie has a YouTube channel. She has a podcast. You're on everything. 
And so which one do you find yourself drawn to most after being on for so long? So I started my channel when I was turning 16. One of my first videos was like my sweet 16. And it's funny because it's all the same people who are in that video are like now back. But I've been on, I mean, I'm 24. I've been on for almost 10 years at this point. So it looked, social media as a whole was totally different. Like when I started, I remember I had a meeting with Style Hall. Like, remember, throwback to that. I, I don't even know if they're still around. They're not. They had, like, a huge scandal happen. I'm oh, really? Sure. I don't know how I missed that. I love a good scandal. Yeah. Um, well, because they were taking so much revenue from people, and then oh. I think it came out. And, I mean, the revenue split was something crazy, like 70-30. Yeah. Or, I don't even remember, but. That just, you know, 70-30 is a bad <laughs> split, everyone. I mean, I when I signed with them, and pretty much everyone, like, it was just such a thing to sign the style hall. You had no mm-hmm. idea what it was. I remember I literally have a photo signing my contract. Like, I remember, like, oh, my God, it's style hall. Um, and then, I, uh, you know, I ended up having to get, like, a lawyer involved to get yeah. out of that contract. But, I mean, you know, cre- credit or credits due, they hopped on pretty quick. And they, mm-hmm. they saw where something was going that no one else saw at the time. So, I don't even remember what I was saying. I... So you started when you were in 16. Yes, 16. and I thought I would make $5 a month off AdSense by the way that they described it. And even at that point, I would have made maybe 10 Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm like, I had no idea. I always had, like, a vision for, like, what I wanted to do, but I didn't, you can never guess, of like, not that I'm, like, this massive, massive person, but I have, like, built a career. So it's, yeah. like, you just can never guess what's going to happen. Um, So it's definitely, like, very, very different. And I think favorite platform... I go back and forth on this. Like, if you would ask me in a week that I'm in the studio all week, I would say podcast. Right now, I'm definitely, like, really excited about YouTube. I feel like my YouTube channel has, like, taken a hit recently, and I'm just now noticing after, like, three months. Like, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I was like, oh. But the thing about that is, I'm like, I think it does say a lot that I'm not noticing views are going down so much because Mm -hmm. I'm really fulfilled by what I'm making. And then on the business end, I'm like, okay, I need to, like, fix this a little bit. Um, But, yeah, it just depends what it is honestly i go back and forth between podcasts and youtube being my favorite yeah i get that especially with youtube it's so hard because when you're focusing so much on views i find that's when my channel does the worst when i'm trying to almost think and figure out what people are going to watch but when i do random videos that like oh this might be a good idea somehow it catches on the algorithm and that does well so it's finding that balance of doing you know the vlogs that you know people are going to like and then randomly doing videos that are kind of your passion that you enjoy doing and then just hoping that one of those catches on but I totally feel that with getting down about YouTube and something I've noticed with views is that my videos that pop off always pop off like a month after they're up yeah so I just posted like a video about heartbreak that had been asked like been requested so much I would not necessarily call my experience a heartbreak but like I have been asked so many times to do videos on breakups and Mm. then I asked about reading like that's my number one question and I was like no one's gonna watch a video on reading like what but I will say like even if the views are aren't there the engagement and the people who are watching are so much more invested which is really important yes and then it's who I mean a month from now that could blow up you have no idea but that's how it always happens for me is that I will notice I'm like oh that video had like 200,000 views but I don't notice like a month later because it's an older video 
y'all know that I've had my fair share of hair struggles and that is why I'm so excited to share pros with you guys today. There's no one-size-fits-all solution to hair care. I think that some of us have thin hair, some of us have thick hair, and what I love about pros is that they have custom hair care that's effective because it's personal and they use natural ingredients with proven results. Essentially how pros works is you go on their website, you take a free consultation that'll ask you so many very specific questions like where you work out, if your hair takes in different scents, what you eat, if you eat meat, if you don't eat meat, and basically it's going to take all of those results and it's going to analyze them and create the perfect hair care regime for you. For me, I use a sulfate-free shampoo from Pros. I use a lightweight conditioner because my hair is thin. I don't need a ton of moisture because my hair does get a bit greasy. And then also I use their pre-shampoo mask and I love Pros because their hair care has left my hair just feeling so soft but also not greasy. I'm someone who works out a lot and so I don't like when my hair gets greasy from my workouts and so Pros is just so nice. I also love that it's sulfate-free. You can choose if you want scent, if you don't want scent. I'm personally someone who likes unscented products so I love that I can customize it exactly for what I want. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care for you. They will take the products back with no questions asked. So I love Pros. I think that they are just so great. Pros is a healthy hair regime with your name all over it. You can take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. You can go to pros.com slash Michelle. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Michelle for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. I'll also have them in the show notes of this episode. And I don't know about you, but I don't incessantly look at my analytics either Uh, because that'll just put you in a spiral. And I noticed that too. Someone had texted me the other day and they're like, all your old videos from high school are being recommended to me right Isn't now. Isn't that so weird? Morning routine videos yes. during the saturation phase. Oh and I mean, I'm kind of thankful that those are doing well right yeah. now, but it just goes to show my next question was if someone is looking to get into being an influencer or content creation, what have you found to be the most helpful with growing your platform as a whole? So not just Instagram, YouTube, but kind of building that more engaged audience. Yeah, I wouldn't say that like my socials have really grown recently like at all, but mm-hmm. I would say my audience engagement mm-hmm. definitely has and I think honestly I would say my podcast has helped the most with that. I remember when I first met with my network and they were saying like yes, a YouTube audience is so engaged obviously cuz they watch your life. Like that's the difference between like blogging and a YouTube audience. My friends who are bloggers are like, "Oh my god, like they don't want that it's like even my friends now are like because my friends are all like quote normal so when people come up to you and like know everything about your life and like even know my friends it's like a little bit like odd to them so I think but then it's really cool for you yeah it's really no it's a great thing but like they imagine like not putting your life on the internet and someone comes up to you and they're like wait a second like I didn't realize people like not in a negative way just like they're like not used to it um so I would say the podcast, though, they're like, when people start listening to you for an hour a week, though, they feel so connected. And the people that I listen to their podcast, I feel so much more connected to them on top of also like watching their YouTube channel. So I would say it's kind of a mix. Also, just talking about things that I think when I was younger, I would have I really tried to make my stuff a lot more vague in the sense of appealing to a wide audience Rather than like, I love reading. So mm-hmm. as soon as I started talking about reading, that became such a big like pillar of what I am mm-hmm. on the internet. And things like that have created a lot more of a community. On a side note of community, I don't, are you in Geneva? 
No, but I was going to ask you because you I've seen you sharing it all the time. I'll show you through the app. In your today. Dallas meetup that you did. Yeah. So fun. So many people no, came. So, mine? Okay, I will say the Dallas girls, that's why I'm making all this stuff for Dallas. Like, uh-huh. I think, too, when you, like, Google maybe moving to Dallas or something, like, we're probably the two people who, like, yeah. pop up because we talk about it. Um, but I'm yeah. so excited to watch your apartment video, too. Oh, you okay. Filmed. You will die. You, I love yours when you do it. Oh, that's thanks. why I'm like, you need to work my realtor. Um, I would love that. But it is, I mean, it's just so great. You really treat your platforms very much as a business, too. I mean, it is a business. And I think that you do a really good job of, you know, hiring out people. And so I'd love to hear kind of the processes that you put in place to better manage your business. Because you have, what, your assistant who looks super fun. Yeah, I have. I love watching her in your vlogs. Yeah, she's really funny. She's really, really funny. Um, so as far as like actually hiring people that I just outright pay, mm-hmm. it's, I have an editor and someone who, she doesn't edit all my YouTube videos, just a few, the ones that are, um, basically not vlogs, she'll mm-hmm. edit. And then she edits all of the podcast video. So mm-hmm. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram reels, and she fully runs that Instagram account because I, that account was nothing and was so bad before I hired someone. Cause one, I don't like doing it. I don't like running Instagrams. I don't like running socials like at all. And then, um, I mean, she's just better at it in general, but it's really helped. I will say like, I need to find someone. (laughs) You were talking about this in a podcast. I don't know if it was recently, but about the fear of hiring someone Uh and being such a control freak and feeling like it's going to take more time to manage someone than to just do it yourself. Yes. I need to stop putting it off because it's also like it, to scale your business, you have to spend money and yeah. you, and not even have to spend money, but like, and I'm not spending crazy amounts, but like yeah. there does come a time where even with my assistant, I had probably, I should have hired someone like a year ago and I have been putting that off for so long and everyone around me. Cause I think like outside looking in, if you're just following me on the internet, you don't realize the, like All how much stuff. there is. Yeah. Especially with like the amount that I travel. That's another oh, yeah. thing. If I was here, I think I could manage it better, but I was like, okay, I'm exactly where I was. Like, I'm not where I want to be. Or not even I'm not where I want to be, but, like, I should be scaling this more. And in order to scale this more, I'm going to have to hire someone. So then I hired my assistant. And she's just part-time. Like, she's not full-time. But she's helped a ton. But then I also have, like, I have an entire podcast team. And then I have an entire social media team that, like, with, like, management. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a, peop- a lot of people on the teams. But there's only two. And they take, just if you're unaware, like, they'll take a percentage of whatever I make. And then um, the editor and the assistant are employed through me. Yeah. Does your assistant actually help you take photos and everything? Yes. Too? That's the main thing. That was thing like that, a huge thing. Yeah. Because I just want, I have a friend who's a photographer who I love and I pay her, but it gets to a point where I'm like, I don't want her to feel like yes. she's just always having to take photos for me instead of having someone that's designated to as do it. someone to help you for that. Well. And I just don't take, I was just not taking photos ever because I, unless it's like a mirror photo, because I, again, I don't want to ask my friends to take pictures of me, that there's, like, two people that I will ask, and that's it. So hiring someone just made it so much better. Do you think that you have to have a clear-cut niche to grow online? And you kind of talked about this, like, don't be too broad. Make sure that you're kind of focusing on a certain audience. But I really love following J.C. Marie Smith. I know Uh you've been on the podcast with what we said. But she always talks about, you know, I always think that people think that they have to have this clear thing. Like, I'm the health girl. I'm the fitness girl, whatever. But you can just share your interests and you'll find an audience. Yes. What is your take on that? If someone wants to start and they have so many different interests, should they just kind of narrow down to a couple? 
I think if you want to do that, I think it definitely can help with growth. I am not a niche person. Like, if Me neither. You think at all. And I've thought about it. I'm like, I could do TikTok just as book talk. I could do this just as this. And I just, I can't do it. I feel like I'm like not being myself by not, I don't know. And at the same time, like, a lot of the, the things about me are all over the place. It's like the people, the most common DMs I get are, I'm reading this book or I'm at your favorite bar ordering a ranch water. Like I'm very all over the place. So you can't, I don't know, for me, I cannot be niche. I definitely talk about things in more detail. That's more of what I was saying instead of like niching down of like, oh, I'll talk about this because there's actually an audience that cares about it. Um, if you are someone, if you are like an Emily Mariko and that is yeah. what you want to do, that is incredible. And that is a good example of someone who niched down another one, uh, Amazon finds those people blow yeah. up like things like that. If that's what you want to do, incredible. And it will probably help you. But I don't know, like I, Margot Lee and I talk about this too. And she, she has a really hard time with it. Cause she's like, I also don't want to like cut out other parts of me. And we started with like, li- like we're lifestyle vloggers at the end of the day. Like it's, yeah. ev- it's so many other aspects of our life. I won't niche because I just can't, but I've, tr- I've thought about it many times. Yeah. Have you ever struggled with oversharing online? Oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you share things and then regret it? Because I also think that you are open about like, for example, your anxiety journey. Uh, and I mean, that was, I guess that was a year ago when I reached out to you and said, Hey, like I'm really struggling with anxiety. And I think, it's nice to watch people online where they open up, but I mean, you probably know I'm very private about mm-hmm. certain things. And so what has your journey been with that on YouTube with kind of sharing, pulling back? You know, I said it like that. And then I think about it. I actually am a lot more private than people would realize. Mm-hmm. Cause if you are like day to day with me, there's so many things that I don't share. I'm really private. Like I mean, I've had like close deaths in my family, things like that, that I vaguely talk about. I really don't open up about um, even as far as like breakups like that. When I say overshare, I mean, there was nothing I could do. Like I there was no way I could have kept that off the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I don't even necessarily regret putting it on the Internet. I but I've dated people since and I've not put anything on the Internet. Like there are certain things I definitely am a lot more private than people think. But I, I do kind of struggle with. Like, I know that if I am really vulnerable and open, which I also really value in love and people, like, that's actually a quality that I think is really strong and beautiful. But there are times that I'm like, I know that if I share this, it will probably be good for other people, but I don't know if it's good for me. And so unless I'm in a spot that I feel like I can healthily talk about it, I really don't. But in that way, I almost feel like a really strong disconnect with my audience, which isn't really healthy on my end if I'm not, like, sharing a bunch of stuff. So I think, I mean, for sure, when I was 16, like my, uh, definitely, like there's been so many things that I'm like, oh, I probably should have kept off the internet, but I'm not someone who will just like, I will never go and like talk poorly about someone on the internet or anything like that. So I think that, or even just like air out dirty laundry, like that's actually really not me. So yes, I do feel like at times I've overshared, but not as much as I, as I think that I do, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that Brooke does a really good job, which yes. I'm sure you guys know Brooke Michio. I love her unedited vlogs that she does where she just mentions things that you think, like kind of going back to the TikTok where you're like, oh, I thought I was the only one struggling with this and, you know, kind of being lost in your 20s. And she talks a lot about dating. But at the same time, she's not oversharing about exactly this person that she went on a date yes. with. It's just general. And I think that you do that in a similar way, too. 
You should I do think, one of those vlogs. I want to actually. Good. I think Brooke is the best about that. I think she also, her talking about dating, I cannot even imagine the amount of girls in their 20s she's helping. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she's so, I don't know. I just think, I mean, I literally adore Brooke. Well, I think Brooke might be my favorite person in the entire world, but I also think she's really incredible when it comes to like being vulnerable online and sharing. But she, because I also know a lot of the backstories of actual stories and she really doesn't share that much, yeah. you know? Yeah. She, she thinks she overshares, balance. but I don't think, I mean, her Twitter finger sometimes, but like that, <laughs> that's like a joke, you know, like she's actually really good about having some sort of boundary. Yeah. Like, I wanted to talk about a few things that we go through in our 20s and something that I think is great about you is just all your close friends that you have. And I know that you mentioned that most of those friends are people that you grew up with now, especially in Dallas. But do you have any tips for someone who's moving to a new city to actually meet new people? Join the Geneva app. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, join the Geneva group. Um, People actually, I meet people at, like, at bars and stuff uh-huh. who met through my Geneva group chat. Isn't that crazy? That's so cool. Um, Actually, though, a lot of, like, I would say I have also friends all over just because of YouTube. Mm-hmm. But even then, I'm like, I was friends with them in high school. Like, I do have a lot of long-term friendships. Dom, my best friend I met in college. Um, there are people that I've made friends with. My two probably closest guy friends in Dallas. I One of them grew up in our hometown. I didn't know him. The other one went to college with them. So uh, those are actually newer friends. Mm-hmm. It just depends. But as far as tips for meeting people, I think you just meet one person and then that person introduces you to another crowd that person introduces you to another crowd like 90 percent of my friends i met as friends of friends and that's been all over even when i moved to la and i obviously i knew a good amount of people there but when you move to la you don't hang out like you don't see your friends as much as you think that you do at all because you have to drive so yeah you have to to drive so far lifestyle there is just so much more difficult people are busy it's just impossible and i um, I met one girl there that I'm still friends with and then I met every other friend through her and we wow. met at like a party. I'm not saying you need to like go to a party or anything like yeah. that. Um, but I think like even sometimes I'm like go do things like go to like a Pilates class, go to this. But it's mm-hmm. also that's difficult because JC and I were talking about this actually like you don't go to the same one every single day. Yeah. So that's hard. But we also live in like a social media age. I really don't think it's weird to make friends on Instagram. That's how I make friends. That's how I make friends too. Like oftentimes yeah. they're like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting like, um, do you follow Sippin' in Dallas actually? No, but I saw that you just did. She's great. Like, collab with her. Right? Yeah. Well, we just like went to dinner. Yeah. Um, I met her. I met my friend Nastia through, um, I guess she came on the podcast, but like that's yeah. also social media. Like there are other people that I've met through social. So mm-hmm. I think meet one person, however that happens, and then you will meet so many people. You just have to put yourself in an uncomfortable mm-hmm. position to where you're going to be around people that you don't know instead of sitting at home and like being sad that you don't have friends. Yeah, you have to put yourself out there. Like that's how anyone will make friends. Like I'm always weary when someone's like, oh, I moved there and I hated it. And I'm like, but you didn't leave your apartment once. No, I'm not talking about Dallas, I just mean in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it is difficult, but again, I would just stick with it. Even if it's, it could be the like fifth, like row of people that you meet through the first one and that's your best friend. You just really never know. I love that. That's so true about putting yourself out there because for me, I found that, especially when I was in New York, it was that thing where I was sitting at home being like, oh my gosh, I feel like I don't have friends here. But then you look at yourself and be like, wait, I haven't reached out to anyone to actually hang out. Or you have friends already, but you haven't been putting in the effort to reach out to them when it's a two-way street. Yeah. Do you think that dating is the same as that? Oh my God, dating? I can't even 
imagine you were so lucky dating after college i don't even know how beyond you know apps yeah you know people have a lot of success with hinge but it just seems like a nightmare like i see some guys in dallas i'm like "Mm." yeah but there's also i think better guys here Oh, so many i will say the guys in texas the worst guy in texas isn't is honestly very similar to the best guy in la like Mm -hmm. And honestly, I would say the best guy in LA say wouldn't be as as good as the worst guy in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dating is just. I mean, again, I I only date people that I'm either friends with or somehow we're in the same friend group. And mm-hmm. I need to stop that. You know, I mm-hmm. am like absolutely not. I because does it make it awkward when things kind of not even awkward? I'm just like it hasn't worked out before. So like, yeah. why do I think it's gonna work out now? <laughs> you just keep going I want to say it's awkward. I see like people I've dated like often. We're fine, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I don't know. I dating genuinely gives me anxiety. Like when I think about having to go date, I'm like, oh, I people are like, will try to set me up with someone, and I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. But do you go through phases where you're really into it, and then you're kind of like, I'm actually okay with being single, hanging out with my friends. See, I think that I'm just like perpetually okay with being single and hanging out yeah. with my friends. But Which I is such a good thing though, because then I think yes. it's just gonna happen when it happens instead of it being. And, like, hopefully it happens one day. Like, we'll see. Um, but I I think I, I'm, like, I got out of, when did I, I don't know. I became single again in, like, early summer, probably. And I have not, I have no interest in dating at all. But I have, I will say, too, like, I have really great friendships because I was single and because I put in that effort into oh, friendships. Yeah. So I'm just so happy with where I'm at. And none of my friends are dating right now. One of my, like, closest friends was talking about dating again. I'm like, oh, my God, that means I have to. Like, I, what am I going to do? You're going to be busy. Be lonely. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, whatever. But it is mainly, I will say, of friends who have had success, mm-hmm. it's either friend of, fri- friend of a friend or a tinge. Do you enjoy living alone, too? Love it. Love yes. it. That's how I was. I lived alone for a few months, and I actually loved it. That was one of the big questions that people asked was, how to balance, you know, putting yourself out there, hanging out with friends while you also live alone, and then not getting lonely living alone but I feel like we're the kind of people that just enjoy it I love you being know? by myself I, obviously I don't now but I did yeah. for a bit and it was just so nice because you got to choose when exactly and I think I'm more social because I live by myself mm-hmm. if I had roommates I think that my like social battery as Danielle and Brooke would say would be lower um, and you host people all the time yeah too. people come over all the time I grocery shop for like a family because I have people come over all the time I'm like it's not just for me go for a sprouts run yeah I'm like well that was when I go to Sprouts, I close my eyes at checkout. And that's the only way that I achieve inner so peace. Expensive. Do you it's think so it's expensive. more than Whole Foods? I, I don't want to know because I refuse to shop at Whole Foods forever because I'm like, it's just too so expensive. Stupid. But Whole Foods doesn't bring me the joy that Sprouts brings me. I think that Sprouts is a bit more wholesome, too. Yes, Maybe because it's not connected it. to Amazon. Yeah, I just feel like that. guilty. It feels a little bit more like, oh, I'm buying this from a farmer. Yeah. Even though it's like a huge corporation. <laughs> yeah. No, I it feel that. Lame. There's something about something at Sprouts just, just gets me. Yeah. Um, but I think I make more of an effort to see my friends. And again, I actually am an introvert, which is yeah. shocking. But I love having that time by myself. Also, I work from home. I don't want yeah. people there when I'm working. Yeah. I just And I have, like, my assistant works from my house a lot. So, like, I need that space. I have dogs. If you are worried about being lonely, literally play a podcast. I'm not kidding. Like, that helps so much. I thought you were going to say get a dog. I was like, yes. And get amen. a dog. Yes. It it definitely helps, but I don't know. I'm not 
I think maybe when I was younger and living alone and did school from home and I wasn't as happy with my life, but I didn't realize it, I struggled with it a little bit more. Was that when you were in LA? Yeah, when I had my one bedroom. But I would say even then, like, I still loved living alone. Mm. I don't know. I think it's great. Like, if you can do it at some t- at some point, you learn a lot about yourself and that's great. But I don't think it's, like, necessary. I also think having roommates is a great way to learn things about yourself. I don't think oh, that yeah. either or is better. And it just gets used to other people's habits and yeah marriage. Like, I think that was great before marriage do you think that right now you have pretty set morning and night routines too because I think that's a big reason why people love watching your content yeah. too I mean me as a viewer I love watching your routines I but I think like, you've been traveling so much yeah. that I didn't know if you had a set routine or not. my morning routine isn't a set I go I honestly my morning routine has been changing like weekly mm-hmm. that I need to get back on I'm actually about to do I'm doing a bunch of like health stuff I'm like running labs and like whatever it's just like miserable so a lot of my actual lifestyle come post halloween is going to change so i'll be back to that then my night routine though is and it hasn't for the past year is very very set i go i'll cook dinner especially if i'm working from home this is like stronger in the fall because i love cooking in the fall like i love cooking in general but cooking in the summer is just not that fun for me i don't want to make a salad yeah no not fun you make like like, you're big you're big into soups though I love almost stews kind of. Oh my God, I die for one. Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm not a huge soup person. So you're good at summer stuff, but you make like. I like like fresh Mexican food. Yeah, I like doing like tacos and stuff. Yeah. But honestly, in the summer, I was just so like wild. Not even wild as like crazy, but like I was like, it is summer after the pandemic. Mm. I, you will not catch me home. You were thriving. Oh, I was. And you still are thriving. Yeah, but I was, I needed, that needed to come back down. You know, we're like, I'm still recovering. Like, do you have Halloween plans? Of course I do. Do you want to hear what I'm being? I would love. Are you going to tell everyone? Well, Well, this will be up on Monday. It doesn't really matter. I don't care about it. So, we are, Dom and I are being, like, you know, Casey Musgrave's Simple Times. I yes. don't know if you've seen it. So I'm going to be Casey, and then Dom's going to be like the, I think she's wearing the purple outfit, and we're doing that together. Oh my gosh, um, that's so cute. My backup, if I go out for like two Halloween plans, mm-hmm. I'm going to be Britney Spears from, um, hit, like, hit me maybe one more time. I don't know why I'm blanking on that, oh but gosh, the, so the basketball court, not the like classic outfit yeah. when she's wearing like a pink sports bra and like spandex and white sweats uh-huh. with like, that's the easiest costume ever. Yeah, that's cute. easy too. Yeah. So that's my backup. Um, so yeah, I will be doing Halloween and then after I'll be hibernating. Aw. Yeah. Are you going to wear a wig to be Casey? I thought about it, but I feel like kind of awkward wearing a wig yeah. for some reason because... I'm going to be around people that I know, and I don't think that they're all going out as much as, like, going like, all out for That's Halloween. That's how it is with dressing hot. with a guy. Yeah. Like, I, we're being the Wizard of Oz characters because oh, we wanted Cash to be the lion. <gasps> and up. I'm trying to put together the Scarecrow costume for Aiden. And guys get so weird about costumes. Like I'm like, it's one night. It's not yes. that big of a deal. You can wear a dorky costume. Yes. I just feel like but. I'll get too hot. Awkward is not the right word I was looking yeah. for. Um, I will get too hot in a wig. Yeah. But I'm yeah, blonde too. now, they're very so. uncomfortable. Like, what you know what I mean? I'm like, I feel like I kind of need to to complete the look. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll do it for the photo. That's what my thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. like, Cash isn't going to keep on Alliance Bane for the whole night. Yeah. Like he's just going to put it on for a photo and then let it be. That's We're going to Austin this weekend. I'm so oh, my God. Excited. That's, oh, that's exciting. Austin. I also wanted to ask you, and I think you've touched about these things a lot in your videos, but what do you think are the pros and cons to living in L.A. versus Dallas? Um, pros in L.A. are just, like, well, I would say opportunity in both. Like, is okay, is this for me personally? I think there's a lot of pros in 
LA, obviously, but there's also a lot of pros in being in Dallas because you're like one of the few people doing what I'm doing. In general, um, cons of LA, traffic, lifestyle, it's honestly a pretty difficult. It's just doing anything takes hours. You get so much more done in your day in Dallas. I would say overall, um, a lot more wholesome relationships in Dallas. But L.A. is great, obviously, if you're a beach person. I mean, there's so many different neighborhoods, so much diversity. Um, I love L.A. Like, I really do. I definitely prefer Dallas, and I prefer the actual city itself over L.A. Um, It just, like, depends on what you want. Obviously, Dallas isn't as, like, creative, but there are neighborhoods that are, like, you can find what you want. Um, But I would say, like, pros of Dallas, the people, dating is better here, if that's something you care about. Um, I love the city, cost of living just actual lifestyle as far as getting places everything is within pretty much 10 15 minutes tops unless you're going to like bishop arts and that's like 20 you know la you're gonna be in your car half the day it's harder it's harder to make friends it's definitely i think it definitely puts more of a toll on you on every day just going to the grocery store can take like two hours yeah so yeah that's true do you think in dallas you would stay in the neighborhood that you live in now or would you ever want to live it yeah um i I love where you live if i bought like a a house house for like a family I would move yeah. but it I would be like within 10 minutes kind of yeah. I don't know I, I honestly my dream is to live off White Rock like I want to oh live gosh. off the lake and like so I need like a 20 million dollar and... check yeah so if any of you guys uh know anything let me know it's yeah. the best I love the thing about Dallas that I don't like is how cookie cutter the homes are yeah. but in Lakewood the Lakewood houses are just so beautiful you have so much space too, because so many of the houses here, the backyards are so tiny. And yes, it's just also things. like the city. I forget that, like being in Texas, I just expect every everyone to have like a lot, mm-hmm. and it's definitely in certain neighborhoods like they're a lot more closer together. Yeah, even yeah. in Lakewood, honestly, they're closer together, but the houses themselves are like yeah, it makes up yeah. for it. Do you ever see yourself living in a totally different city? It, besides LA you mentioned LA oh, I don't want to live in LA um I mean it draws I, you back. I like would if I had to but I don't think I would live there full-time I would if I had mm. to move to LA I would keep my house in Dallas and I would view that more as like an investment property and then if I had to as if like I fell in love with someone mm. and I needed to move and they're in like some sort of industry whatever I would be okay with Nashville and Austin but okay. I don't think and I would even do like New York for a bit but I oh you definitely I would love New York. I I haven't even thought about just getting a place there for like a couple months for yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, definitely I would prefer to stay. But I'm not, I don't know, like who knows? Like I would have never thought I would move, live out, like move from LA. And yeah. then I was ready to go. So we'll see. That's how I was too, moving from New York. Never saw myself, especially moving back here where I grew up too. Yeah, did not see that Are coming. you someone who wants to stay where your family is for the most part? Honestly, I mean, I'm so close to my family but I really wasn't, I didn't feel like I needed to be next to them. Mm. But as far as like when I have a family myself, like I definitely want to be near like my parents. Um, but I like, I'm really close to my niece and even just not being she able. Precious. She is the most perfect. Like, honestly, it's yes. Like I love my family, but I love my niece. Like I don't want to miss her childhood. And don't you love being an aunt. Yes. You. Oh my God. She's it's like so my full special. personality. It's literally, I'm, I thought about this. I'm like, I have to text my sister and see if I can go see her this weekend. But I mean, I do so much with her and I'm so invested in her life that I wouldn't want to move. I think it would actually break her heart too. And I would feel really guilty. So if mm. I did move, I would come back like once a month just to see her. Yeah. 
Okay, my last question is kind of like a rapid fire one. But if someone is looking for things to do in Dallas, I think that you're the go-to girl. When people ask, okay, I'm going to Dallas, what do I do? You probably get so annoying people asking you. But what would you say are your top five things to do in Dallas with your friends? Okay, so places to go to. we go eat all the time, and I'm not. That's a, like all there is to do. Yeah, I mean, there honestly is more. Like, I thought about this recently because I was compiling a list, and I'm like, there's actually more to do than go eat, but for some reason, that's just what. Also, when you're in your 20s, like, and people are working nine to like not like they, you're gonna walk the trail on like weekends and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Um, also I will say there's really good shopping in Dallas. Like oh, shopping yeah. here, I, it's my favorite place to shop over yeah, at LA and New York. Dangerous. It really is. Because um, they always have inventory. Always. That was the thing in New York. It was so hard to shop when it, stores are so small. They can't fit that much. But here, oh my gosh. They yes. say they make up for the lack of outdoor stuff with shopping. Yes. No, they really do. Um, and like I love that so many things revolve around sports here because mm-hmm. that gives you so much to do. But do you like sports? Yeah, like, so okay. I love sports, but I grew up with my dad who was like, my dad was a huge athlete growing up, like went mm-hmm. to college and like, I, like my dad growing up, just to give you a little perspective, normal kids do like flashcards of like the alphabet and whatever. And it was like Pittsburgh, Steelers, Dallas, oh Cowboys. God. Like, so I love that. It's just a fun social thing. Even if you're not into sports, like it doesn't matter. No one's really watching the game. It's just like, you're going to Katie Trail Ice House and you want to go watch the games or you're going to Hero or whatever it is. Um, so in the fall, I mean, there's also seasonal things. So I'm just going to give year round. My top restaurants that I go to, Honor Bar, R&D. I love Las Palmas now. Um, I have this on my Instagram. I'm like blanking on. There's so many things. I love doing like an Honor Bar moment and then going to Monkey Bar because there's always Honor a way to Honor Bar. Best. It is so good. It's my the, favorite restaurant. The cutest, not even the cutest. It's like the warmest vibe in there. Yes. You feel so cozy. It feels like a New York restaurant. That's yeah. Why we love it. It's so great. Um, and their other location was in Beverly Hills. So I used to go in college all the time. Oh. So it was really nice. Um, I do that. I go. I mean, I love just like doing Lower Greenville, mm-hmm. um, Trucker. But honestly, a lot of what, and I'm not saying the whole city of Dallas. Like, There's actually so many things because every time I post about what I do, I get so many responses of, like, things that you can do without alcohol. And I'm like, I'm not even drinking every time I'm there. Yeah. It's just, and I get that. But, like, and then during the day, we'll, like, go to someone's pool or yeah. go to, the, we go to the lake. Like, lakes are a yeah. big thing. We really didn't this year, but, like, that's a huge thing. Which lake would you usually go? Well, it depends on, like, whose boat we're using. Because you can't even swim in White Rock Lake. No, we're going it's to, like, like, Louisville or something okay. like that. We're not going to, we're going to where someone has, like, a boat if we're going to go. Yeah. Um, I actually thought about next year, next summer, renting a boat for the summer or something because it's oh, always be such so a pain bad. finding someone else's boat. And then you feel bad yes. trying to organize something with their Exactly. Boat. And I'm like, listen, hey, I'm like calling a friend. I'm like, so what are you doing? Yeah. But people have lake houses. That's a huge thing is going to the lake every weekend and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. I don't know. What's the drink that you get at Tribal? Oh my I God. Really, good I've been morning. wanting to go there so it's okay. Tribal is my favorite coffee shop in Dallas. It is so good. The only reason I don't go every day is because it's in Bishop Arts. So it's like an extra five minutes away. That It's more yeah. south. Like it's not in the middle. Like every other neighborhood is pretty much like on top of each other connected. Like our neighborhoods are connected. Yeah. But like most of them, like that's the only one that's out of the way. Um, I get the good morning. It sounds disgusting. It's a beautiful drink, though. It looks so pretty. I'm surprised you think that because most people think it looks disgusting. No, it's like, I don't know why it looks so appealing. Yes. Because it's orange and then it has espresso, right? It's like orange juice and It's like orange juice, grape juice, a few different juices with an espresso shot. And I have made so many people love that drink of my friends who were like Mm -hmm. making fun of me. It's really good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Kenzie. You should plug where they can find you. 
as well. well. Thank you for having me. I love And the Geneva coming. too. Because oh, yeah. I want to hear more about. Okay, so you can find me on YouTube, Kenzie Elizabeth, my Instagram and t- Twitter and TikTok are Kenzie Elizabeth. The podcast is I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. And the Geneva group chat, you can just download. It basically, it's a big, it's an app where you have like a Kenzie Elizabeth home and there's different rooms. So we do like book recs, products, like random funny things. And then there's one for Dallas. We have one for New York. We have one for LA. So oh, I didn't know you there. had some in other cities I just too. started those recently. Okay. So if you're looking to make friends or if you actually are moving to Dallas, um, join that. You actually will make friends there. Yeah. But it's a great app. That is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Kenzie. Again, I will have all of her information in the show notes if you guys want to check her out. If you enjoyed, if you enjoyed this guest episode, feel free to write a review. And as always, I always say this, but let me know how you're listening. Tag me in an Instagram story. It seriously makes my day seeing those, especially on Monday mornings when you guys are listening. It makes me talking to this microphone in my closet feel so much real so so much more real so feel free to tag me in any of your stories write a review if you guys enjoyed it it really does help the podcast and again just always so thankful for you guys' support and yeah let me know what you think and i'll catch you guys in my next episode bye friends (laughs) 